have a new iPhone? I have a new iPhone. Yep. Yes. Uh, It's taken 25 episodes. Yeah. For you to get a new iPhone. Yeah. So thanks. Here we are. Thanks for all the sponsors. (laughs) Uh, um, I managed to almost pay for the first month of the installment plan with all the money we've gotten from Hunchpig. If you don't count our bills Ah. and expenses. Um, I need to. Uh, I need to go g- grab the beers. What? We didn't bring them in here. Oh, have we started? Have we started? Okay, I'm gonna go grab them quickly. Okay. I don't know if we started. <laughs> Matt, edit this out. Matt, edit in beers here. So we definitely started now. Oh, yeah, you look excited. It's because these beers look impressive. They do look impressive and foreign. Whoa. Um, So my uh, parents-in-law visited, Mm -hmm. which is why we haven't met for three weeks. Yep. And they brought with them these two beers. Um, I think at least, I I have a feeling both of them were brewed by monks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it could just be one of them. Uh, Um, there's not a lot of English. Yeah. On the bottles. Are they both German? What is this one? Yeah, they look, they're looking very German to me. I should have, um, yeah, I should have gotten more information. (laughs) All right. Okay, you're going to... I'm going to try to explain what this one is. Okay. Uh, it says uh, rot, rot beer. R-O-T-B-I-E-R. Um, and it's... Volbeer nacht obergargen brautnerschub. And then it says... In German, it says... I think... Brewed... Um, in accordance with the German purity law of 1516. Have we talked about that? No. The German purity law? No. The German purity law of 1516 says that your beer can only contain four ingredients. Oh. Which are Wasser. Which is water. Gerstenmals. Malted barley, I think. Malts. Uh, Yep. Hopfen. Hops. I think so. And, and wheat. Heifer. Oh, that is wheat, isn't it? Water, malt, hops, and wheat. Maybe they don't talk about yeast? Uh, That's yeah. That's an important piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this, this other one is from Weltenberger Cloister. Okay. Which is from Weltenberger Ab- Weltenberg Abbey. And that says the World Beer Cup Gold Award. Yeah. So this beer is from a Benedictine monastery in Bavaria, Germany. That's cool. Um, so this was brewed by monks. And that is a, a Dunkel, Dunkelweizen? That is a, is a Baroque Dunkel. A Baroque Dunkel. Yep. There's literally no English on this. <laughs> <laughs> Baroque 
Oh, no, there's cool. a best before. So is this named in honor of Barack Obama? You think? I, I don't think so. <laughs> but it did get a World Beer Cup Gold Award. That is in English. Yeah. It's a European-style dark dunkel. It sounds like we're inside the beer right now. Uh, oh, it got gold awards in gold awards in 2012, 2008, and 2004. I think we should open it. Ooh, give me a bottle opener. I do have one. Good. Because I don't want to get up again. Yeah, it's not a great one, but it'll, mm, it'll work. this doesn't look like a great one. No, I might give this back to you. Whoa. Yeah, that's what it sounds like when mom is beer. Wow. Um. Is it effervescent? Oh, it is. <laughs> wow. Ooh, that smells great. Oh, man. Jeez. Matt's going to love this beer. Yeah. I, I mean, I am too, but this is like, this might be... This is like a... Your favorite beer. I'm going to just say that right now. Just it's for a, smelling it and looking at it. It's caramel in color, um, but still pretty clear. Yeah, it has a good clarity. You can see through it. Looks like uh, I'm looking through uh, ruby-colored glasses here. <laughs> Rather than rose-tinted? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I like that a lot. Wow. That's great. I'm not sure I would have used Dunkel to describe it. Yeah. If I had to tell someone what it tasted like. Yeah. Dunkel. But I'm struggling to think of another word. Um, <laughs> besides the German Dunkel. Yeah. Maybe Dunkel. Dunkel means dark, I believe. Oh, okay. In German. <laughs> you could look that up, but let's just not. Um, I, I think it's a taste rather than a rather than a Adjective? No, I think it means dark. Just dark, like it has a backstory. Dunkelweizen would be a dark wheat beer. Like it's seen things. Yeah. Um, this is a really, really good uh, audience. Yep. It tastes good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> when I drink it. <laughs> um, good, because there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really nice. Man, okay, I should... This is inspiring me to... Uh, to branch out a little more. Yeah. Um, Maybe step away from IPAs for a little bit. Well, at least keep them in the mix, mm. probably. But, yeah, introduce some other stuff. Both in brewing and buying and trying. And, right. Um, yeah, I like the idea of, oh, of wow. uh, going back to your roots. This is definitely that kind of thing. Something about, this, what does it say about 1050? This is thought to be the oldest oh. monastic brewery in the world. I just saw that, yeah, I just have now seen been the in operation 1050. from 1050. Oh my god. Although the total is disputed by Wayne Happenstefan Abbey. Wow. So there's two in contesting each other. Wow. The oldest, oldest monastic brewery. Like, wow. I might be... It's crazy that that's a category. I might be understanding monasticism a little more now yeah. after tasting this. <laughs> Why would you want to be a monk? Well, well yeah, I mean, they, 
There's nothing that says they can't drink. Right. Wow, 10.50. Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah. That's cool. So is this... Does this bottle have a year on it? <laughs> <laughs> this one's from... It's the best Dunkel beer in the world. That's what that award is. Wow. The World Cup Beer Award. I should get this... Well, I don't know if I can get it here, but... Oh, um, they have a restaurant. Wow. With a traditional Bavarian menu. Mm. Includes the Abbey's cheese and beer. They do cheese as well. What do monks do? I've th- I didn't they think... Make cheese and beer. <laughs> they make cheese and beer. And they just copy the Bible all day. All day, every that's, day. That's what they do. Um, yeah, is we that, should, we is that why some of the letters are so huge? Yes. Like, a couple of beers in, I'd be taking some artistic license. With. Right, right. What was the next letter? J? All right, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I made that way too big. Let me just draw some scenery inside of this J. Um, oh. What do you think? Should we have the next episode? Um, should we record the next episode at the at the brewery slash restaurant? Yeah, no, I think so. I think we've we've brought in enough sponsorship money to right i don't have finance a trip i don't have anything going on in the next week so that should be that's convenient that should be fine (laughs) (laughs) oh man this is great yeah my um i was gonna say i started to say i if i can find this here i want to get some for my sister because she loves the dunkel weizen style which i think that's what this is right um there's a there is a um, Hofbrau House um, chain of restaurant brew pubs in the U.S. Okay, which may or may not have any relation to the to the actual German Hofbrau House in Munich. Um, are you aware of the Hofbrau House? I am not. Yeah, uh, it's a famous beer hall. I think it's from the like 1500s or something. It's been there for a crazy long time. Probably not. I don't know. You know probably knows, not. Probably not. How much of it. Well, yeah. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this traditional, just huge beer hall, right? Um, where that you know you get your liter of beer or whatever. Um, and there's a couple. I don't know how many there are in the U.S., but there's one in Pittsburgh um, that uh, is close to where my sister lives. So we we've been there a few times, and they have. And I think it's on their their standard menu. They have a dunkel. It's very good. Just a very like it's so such an agreeable beer. Like I feel like you're not gonna. I don't know. You're not gonna find someone who f- finds this offensive, right? In any way, like it's a little bit sweet, but not to the point that's like makes it hard to drink, right? right. Just a nice like pleasant kind of malt flavor. Yeah, it's uh, 4.7%, um, yeah. so it's not, like, it's a super strong beer, it's... Mm-hmm. Mm, that's really good. Cool. This other one. <laughs> Unf- <laughs> something about unfiltered, ein unfilterter triter genus. Um, I feel like if I keep... If I keep knocking these German reads out of the park, we're going to get some German sponsors soon. I reckon so. So, just a matter of time. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Red, I, Red I, Castle something. Yeah, I can find nothing on Red Castle. <laughs> oh, there's a website. That, I've been to the website. Oh, okay. There's like... There's still nothing. <laughs> there's just contact information. There's <laughs> nothing that says anything about the brewery. Okay. The site is well, very here's, bare bones. Here's a question. Are monks allowed to have websites? Um, is that... Maybe that's like the, the modern version of like copying the Bible is like... They're webmasters now. <laughs> They're just editing HTML and yep. choosing the right font <laughs> for, their, <laughs> for their page. Um, yeah, this is... I mean, I think... I this think, looks a little... This looks more like a... I think this might be brewed by ghosts. There are, <laughs> there are only oh God. three pictures. <laughs> This is awesome. That I can find online. There's no one there. These pictures, they look... They look... Haunting. Yeah. Well, it's weird. I was going to use the word idyllic. <laughs> but... But... Um, you know, in Germany, maybe that's all the same. Idyllic. <laughs> haunting. Um, beautiful. Scary. I mean, this is... This is the... Site. <laughs> so I will say, based on the bottle, so the bottle is a swing top, uh, like like a home brewer would have, and it looks a little less um, uh, official than the the monk the monk bottle. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah. Um, it looks a little more homebrew. Yeah, yeah. Like I could print this label out and put it on here, which. Maybe we should be worried. No. <laughs> there's a website. Yeah, but there's not... A very, very sparse website. There's not much there. Oh, there's a Facebook page. 31, 31 views or votes? Craft Beer... Oh, I thought they said Bleach. Beach. Craft Beer Beach. And it's all in German. Everything's in German. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> I don't I mean I imagine it's going to be the best beer that ghosts have ever made what is happening here there's a <laughs> there's a beer glass with a cartoon wooden handle and a <laughs> smiley face licking it with a really long tongue <laughs> Ooh, that's probably a joke in Germany I don't know <laughs> what it means <laughs> No idea. They also sell honey? I... Hmm. This is mysterious. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is... I'm excited about this. Yeah. I think it's going to be... I mean, it's not every day that you have, like, German homebrew. Right. <laughs> Here's a question. So, alcohol, 5,2% by volume. Right. Is that... So I know that's like a European thing to do the commas instead of the decimal point. Right. Is they're, that a British thing too? No. No. Okay. Um, but they are switched in. Um, switched? Oh, yeah. like the thousand. Yep. Oh, no. So you use dots to denote um, yeah. thousands and commas to denote a decimal place. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? Why? Why? I, I mean. I mean. Theori I mean, not theoretically. Yeah. I'm sure that happened before. I'm not sure, am I? 
No, you're not sure at all. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about m- most things I say on this podcast. That could be the. F- that could have been the original. Yeah. Um. I guess notification. This one. Yeah. The German one. The commas and the dots. That's what I was going to say. The other way around. Yeah. Dots and then commas. Yeah, that was probably probably the first one. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a bit like Fahrenheit versus Celsius. Yeah. And maybe you saying that they shouldn't do this is the same as me saying that America shouldn't use Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. Fahrenheit is harder to defend, I think, in my opinion. Uh, I think the biggest defense is that the numbers are more human. Um, <laughs> so, Do they have <laughs> arms and legs? and? Well, it's so the numbers are nice to... Um, talk about in terms of temperature 100 is very hot 100 is a nice round number yeah that means very hot. but in celsius 100 is very hot and it's also boiling which has a meaningful it's not scientific denotion but it's not a temperature that we experience right day to day but cold in fahrenheit doesn't make any sense right like like 30 20 and 30 are cold but like i mean that's arbitrary that makes sense I guess, but like Celsius zero is frozen, freezing. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Celsius has a really nice... easy like. Yeah. Okay. The baseline is anything below zero is. But at your point is that it's Celsius makes more sense for science, I but not as think much for so. everyday living, describing uh, right. the weather. I prefer Celsius because that's what I grew up with. Right. But I can see arguments for Fahrenheit. Yeah. As being like, you know, one to one hundred and ten is the range at which we live mm-hmm. generally wait one to a hundred well zero i mean oh. negative fahrenheit is yeah fucking cold yeah <laughs> yeah at that point you're yeah in canada or something like day to day yeah um so yeah but i think the the thing is the mo- you know the rest of the world has moved on to celsius mm-hmm. it seems it would be convenient if everyone did the same thing. Yeah. Agreed. Commas and dots. Commas and dots. Right. There's no... Hmm. It's very arbitrary. Like, I can't tell you why it's wrong. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> why why a comma in between two numbers makes more sense in one place than another? Like... Yeah. I guess it's kind of hard to argue. Decimal point. They call it a decimal comma. Um, what's the German word for decimal? For what that comma is doing. So I also I also don't know like do scientific papers in French or German have everything switched? Hmm. Right. Yeah. There's the what are the 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 S S I units? Is that what it's called? Like the standardized yeah scientific stuff. Where it's like, use metric, right? blah, blah, blah. Like, there's maybe there's some standard that's like, this is what you should use for numbers. I guess also, like, that's kind of creeped into um, phone numbers. Don't you usually split phone numbers by a decimal point? In Germany? No, in, in America. <laughs> uh, no. Only on fancy restaurant websites. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe <laughs> Which is it's probably that. very misleading. um yeah maybe right or like or like trying to capture something a little european maybe yeah or like trendy business cards 
you know, would have the dots the between dots. the numbers. Yeah. It looks cool. But no, it's historically, it's a dash. But you don't like the, the dots or the commas? You don't like a comma, five comma two? No. No, it looks like you're, they're missing some, some numbers. So it's like 5,002, you know. Hmm. But that's just because that's what I'm used to. Or it's just wrong. Like, maybe I should just be more firm and just say, no, that's wrong. Uh, okay. Right? Like, it's not just what I'm used to. That's right. Just, you should be just less, less, uh, yeah. Accepting. Right. Less open minded <laughs> of other cultures' practices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seems like what I mean, that seems like I a, need. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good beer. Yeah. It's really good. <clears throat> so you have a new iPhone. This is a new iPhone. We kind of um, spoke about that. You wanted me to touch its button. <laughs> you said it kind of weird, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you know it's an iPhone, and you're just trying to touch. The, I mean, you got to hold. You have to hold it too. It's part of the experience. You're okay. not going to feel like you. Well, what, am I, what am I doing? Just touch. Pressing the home button. Pre well, if there were a button there, that's. Oh. Huh. Huh. I like it. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. The whole phone clicks. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to like People it. People have said they don't like it, but I don't know why. I initially was very like, ooh, that feels weird. Um, so there's no physical motion happening. You're right. not actually pressing down, but you have somewhat of an illusion that something is happening because there's haptic feedback in the form of a vibration no I, I like it a lot i'm gonna get one that's what i've decided yeah. there's supposed um, to also be like a pickup thing pickup like thing. if i leave it and it goes blank and then i pick it up isn't it supposed to yep yeah that's pretty cool yeah that may have been the success as well i'm not sure i don't have a success me I neither a six plus i had a six yeah i still do um it's right there yeah the uh the camera is better if you say so yeah uh something about color something, something about color <laughs> maybe something something megapixel the word gamut might be in there somewhere i'm not sure um but i, I like it a lot it's um, better yeah uh, whether i like there, ios 10 a lot i think ios 10 is the best is really ios it's like the best operating system they've ever released <laughs> for the phone um no i do i like it a lot it's it's more differenter than i remembered more different them have you used um be. so what what's about it um i think the the lock screen widgets so like if you scroll left okay are uh, just a little more polished would you say or um well these weren't here right like so you before you would have the notification wait how did that work oh yeah you, you, would you have did the have notifications you did have the widgets as well right but it was it was when you swiped down yeah. You have the notifications and you can like switch between those and so today I widget. I still have nine <gasps> on my phone. What? I haven't upgraded. And then if you swipe to the right, it's the camera. Okay. Um, which is a little Instead easier. Instead of swiping up. Right. Swiping up and then hitting camera. It's just one swipe to the right. Right. But you had this little. Right. But I oh, could wait. get straight into that. That is one thing. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um,. It just looks nicer. Like the apps I've noticed are nicer. The the like maps app, mm. which I have been using, even though everyone says it's horrible. 
it works pretty well. Um, and the newer version just looks more friendly. Um, just, I think it's like the icons and the, the text size is a little bolder and bigger. Okay. Good for like, you know, people over 30 like me. <laughs> uh, the music app, which I use a lot, looks really nice. Yeah. It's all like big kind of Helvetica. So this is all iOS 10 stuff. Helvetica. <laughs> um, Have you... um. Like, yeah, there's stuff like the 3D touch. Is that still a thing? Do people it is. care about um, that? I am learning to care about it. So, okay. When my apps were all downloading, you can 3D um, touch them. When I, yeah, like when I was restoring from a backup, it was like taking forever for them to, to re download. Okay. Um, I could long, yeah, 3D touch on them and then, um, say like pause download, cancel download, whatever. But it took me a while to figure out that like I was actually 3D touching. I didn't realize oh, that's what I was doing. Oh, you you were just... I thought that was just hold like the long press where that like brings up the... Like, oh! <laughs> oh. So that was the... <laughs> the rock beer. It's the Halloween episode of Hunch Fig. Uh, if you just jumped in your seat, you're welcome. Oh. Ghosts. That's what happens when ghosts brew beer. <laughs> Wow. Oh. That was jumpy. What was I saying? <laughs> I did not expect that to be so loud. Wow. Um <laughs> You were like right on the microphone, like, we better hear it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Like Holy champagne. Crap. Okay, this is less um it's a little more this unfiltered is, looking. Yeah. This is cloudy, I would say. It's lighter in color than the previous beer. Closer yeah. to a amber. I'm getting some uh, some more clove on the on the nose. <laughs> mm. Oh, I like that. That's good. Mm. Also uh, good. Yeah. Okay. So um, your in-laws did a very good job of um, picking picking out beers. Yeah. So they specifically did for you. But also in general, like they're very good. Right. But like I feel like these are r right in your they did a, wheelhouse. They did a cruise that started in Germany. Uh-huh. Um, and these were two of the places that they stopped. And I'm very excited by the idea that they're going to continue cruising around Europe <laughs> and grabbing yeah. beer for me. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to assume a river cruise? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Germany cruise. Okay. Uh, cool. I, have you, um, I've always wanted to do this. Have you heard of like the cruises down the Nile? No. So, you, I don't think so. you basically cruise down the Nile and you stop off and go into, um, pyramids. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Re like, re relative to whatever excursions you could do on any other cruise. It's right. Like, oh, we're going to go to the pyramids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds cool. That's neat. Um, anyway, uh, talking about iOS, so, yeah. um, <clears throat> I have a problem mm -hmm. right now, which is that we have all of our photos, um, oh, photo problems <laughs> on my iMac. Oh boy. And that's it. On your iMac. Yeah. Okay. We don't have them backed up anywhere. And that means, uh, <laughs> um, you don't have a back, like a backup service on your Mac? No, I 
it's just one of those things that I never set up. This episode sponsored by <laughs> Backblaze. Backblaze? Yeah. This is what you use? Yeah. Okay. It's very good. It's I think it's $5 per computer per month. Month? How much does that get you? Unlimited backup. Oh, wow. Yeah, even like external drives. Um, it's very good. See, I was tempted by... Um, don't get crash plan or carbonite carbonite i was i was tempted by just apple's thing mm. yeah um, that might be good enough time machine no oh no i was more thinking for like somewhere in the cloud for photos to live more than yes 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 sorry a backup um, service yeah okay because i know um, i know google has unlimited free so you have them currently just as files on a computer yes um, are they imported into... They're in iPhoto. iPhoto. Oh, so this is an old uh, operating system? Because the new one's called Photo. Oh, okay. Photos? So it's in Photos. Okay, they're in Photos. Yep. Okay. That should be easy to... Well, yeah. I mean, the thing I, yeah. the thing I was thinking was I then I don't have to upload them anymore because I could just sync it with my phone. Yeah. And Jess's phone. Yes. Uh... Hmm. That's where it gets tricky, I think. Really? Is I don't think you can share a photo library, an entire library between Apple accounts. Can I not just have her sync to my Apple account? Specifically for photos? Yes. I don't think so. Huh. I don't think you can point photos to a separate iCloud account or whatever then. Um, right. Which is Which is a point of... It's an issue for families who want to do that because my right my uh, my sister and brother in law wanted to do the same thing and for a while they were just on the same iCloud account okay just because that was the only way to like sync those. have it so that they would both take pictures with their iPhones and like come back into the house and it, their iPhones would automatically right wirelessly sync we, to that we, account because we do the same thing with contacts mm-hmm. and oh, okay. our, our contacts sync fine. Interesting. Um, so, but like, I'm wait, so, so you are you both signed into the same iCloud account then on your phones? Uh, f- just for contacts. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> like, I think if you go to settings oh, accounts, accounts. Oh, I see. You can turn things Add off account. and on. Got it. You or can on add full. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, maybe you can do that. All right. Huh. But yeah, for photos, I don't think you can. Um. So I'm su- I'm surprised that there isn't. There's five gigs free. Uh, five gigs free on oh, iCloud so for the iCo- iCloud photo library. Right. Yeah, yep. But I thought I remember them saying there would be more free. Yeah, me too. <laughs> huh? What do I do? Maybe I should tell you what I do. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what mainly what I was asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this won't solve solve your problem because Katie and I use separate um, iCloud photo libraries, so they're okay completely separate. Yep. But we, what we do is, uh, we do use iCloud photo library, which, yeah, puts all your photos in the cloud, and you can pull down whatever you can like optimize storage on your iPhone. I have download and keep originals checked because I have 128 gigs right. on my phone. So it's like I can just have them all there, which is nicer. Um, 
And then with, um, we are an iPhone family, like my parents, my sister and my right. So the sharing family works yep. really well. So we share a bunch of albums that we can both or whoever can contribute to. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how we do how, photo how sharing. How does the sharing, whoever sets up the sharing library, it's on their account. Like, how does that work for storage? Oh, that's a good question. Because they, they have like tiers. They right. have 50 gigabytes, 200 gigabytes, one terabyte, two terabytes. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you signed up for? Oh, so that's not specific to photos, right? That's just iCloud storage, which doesn't the photo storage use your generic iCloud storage? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to say we have 50 gigs each. Okay. So that's a dollar. It's a, a dollar a month that Katie and I each pay. Um, okay. Yeah. Two bucks a month. Does it do any sort of compression? Um, iCloud itself, like, I don't know. I'm just curious, like, how much that is. You said you have how many gigs? 128 gig iPhone. Yep. 50 gig plan. Yeah. Uh, and that's that hasn't filled up yet. Right. Yeah, actually, I'm, let me see. Can I look that up? Probably. Storage, 35 gigs available. So, so you've used, like... I only used 15 of that 50. Huh. Um, but <laughs> I should say, uh, I don't have a kid yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take a lot of photos right now. Okay. Um, I'm sure things will change very soon. Right. Um, and we'll be sharing more. We'll be storing more. We'll be taking more. Right. So, yeah, curious to see how that pans out. I did have the thought of... After I was like, oh, I definitely I'm going to get the 128 gig again. Because like when I got the six, that was I was like, that is it's almost I almost felt bad. I'm like, I feel like this is probably overkill for what I actually need. Right. And I could have gotten by with 64 or whatever. But this time. Yeah, because they got rid of the 16 gig. Right. Which is oh, so good. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't want to do any more like family support with 16 gig phones. Like, <laughs> I can't store any photos. It's full again. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go for 128. But this time, so I, I got the 128, just, I was just like, didn't even think twice about it. Like, yeah, that's what I need slash want. And then after I got it, I had the idea of like, oh, we're going to have a kid soon and I'm going to be taking uh, like video. Yeah. Maybe you need. And like maybe, but at the same time I got the, I did get the um, Apple uh, upgrade program. Right. So I can upgrade every year now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you could change. Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll see if my library explodes in the next few months. Probably will. Um, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So this is a problem that I have that I still need to solve. Um, yeah, so the problem you're trying to solve is, is, is the, it the sharing problem with not you, really, you and your not, wife or no? No, it was just, just, just a, storage just a paranoia cloud. around, yeah. oh, like if this computer packs up. Yeah, that's not good. That's Also, you don't have access to those photos from your phone currently? I do like, not. Right. No. Yeah. But so there, there are photos do... going back to university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like yep. a decade's worth. Yeah, I had the that kind of same library um, just on my computer at one point, and I imported them all into photos. And um, 
sync them all to the the iPhoto or the iCloud library. Uh, I would recommend that. Okay, it works well. Okay, it was a little scary at first, but as long I mean, I'll probably do that this afternoon. Yeah, make a backup of them first. Right. Then, yeah, then do that. Um. Yeah, Google Photos is also good. But I don't know if so, there's an easy way to go from your desktop to Google Photos. Well, I also, it's more, mostly like app-based. When I started looking into it, Google Photos is the only service that offer, offers Unlimited for free. Mm-hmm. But it has the caveat that it will um, reduce the quality of your photos. Oh, right. So that it can get smaller. Unless you're on Android, I think. So that it can compress them. Okay. Yeah. Unless you're on Android. Yep. That seems fair, probably. Yeah. 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 I, right. Um, <laughs> freeze. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really ask for much, but yeah, I think a dollar a month is like more than reasonable though for, for 50 gigs and it's like integrated into your OS. Right. And OSs and it just works well. So yeah, I think it's good. I have a feeling it's going to cost us more than a dollar a month though. Cause I think we have mm-hmm. like, what was the next year? Like three bucks or something, something like that. So what? 200, 200 gigs or a hundred gigs or this is the, uh, iCloud, uh, pricing show. <laughs> uh, welcome. Three bucks for two hundred gigs. That's. I mean, that's. I think it's still pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um. Cool. And that's general. You can use that for iCloud Drive and stuff too, if you want to. I don't know. I don't know anyone who like super uses iCloud Drive, but yeah, I'm not going to. Dropbox. I don't know. Works I don't, pretty yeah. well. Um. Cool. Yeah. That's that out of the way. Um, do you want to do you want to see something that I made, and then we can talk about something you made? Yes. So I played around with Unity. Unity on Friday. Yeah. And I made this. Whoa! In an hour, okay. or maybe an hour and a half. All right. I following see. a tutorial, you should uh, press the arrow buttons. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the audience what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a uh, a table. Uh, sorry, on Max, Max. I just call it you, Mac. <laughs> yeah, on Max, Matt computer. <laughs> um, Matt, Matt, Matts. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a little table with a a uh, looks like a pull cue ball in the middle and some rotating um, cubes around it in a circular pattern. Oh. Okay, so I'm using the arrow keys. Ball's moving around. Whoa. Oh, and it's counting how many... So when I run into a, a cube, it picks it up and uh, tells me how many how many cubes I've, I've hit. There are oh, 12 cubes cool. in total. Is there physics happening? <laughs> there is physics happening. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So there, wait. Well, there's oh, not really oh, gravity, though. There like, is gravity because you're stuck on this plane. Uh, okay. There's friction and... Yep. Um, but there's not gravity in the sense that it looks like this is on a downslope, but that's really just the th- the, th- the 3D. 3D perspective, I guess, they're yeah. showing. So once you collect all the cubes, it says you win. Whoa. This is the first tutorial. Well, actually, it's the second tutorial on Unity. I skipped the first one. Okay. Because the first one is showing you where all of the tools are. Okay. in the toolbar and i thought mm, i can i can learn that yeah um wow this was fucking amazing like how little yeah. i had to do to get this 
Okay. Yeah, I should look into Unity a little more. Because I think we had talked before about... mention. We mentioned Unity on this before. Yeah. On this very fine podcast. And um, I had the impression that it was more code than you thought it was. Or like more... Right more c-sharp code that you would have to write yeah so all and the you code... said like no you don't really have to code at all and i think it's somewhere in between those two but yes um... so i had written some c-sharp this is not mm-hmm. um let's go to um but it's pretty much so they just call them scripts and it is like very much just a scripting thing okay is it like a Lua script or something that you can do? Well, or, it's in or JavaScript yeah. or it's in C sharp. They oh, have the scripts are in C sharp. Yeah, okay. they have a JavaScript um, thing version, but from what everyone I've spoken to says, basically no one uses it. Yeah, it's the same interface, but whenever you Google a problem, <laughs> you're never going to find an answer because right. everyone's doing the C sharp, and you're going to have more problems because there's no types and right. it's JavaScript. Um, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, these three scripts are all like less than fifty lines, maybe. Wow. Um, so, so the, the idea behind Unity, well, I guess in all game engines, but like the the point that we're seems like we're at now with game engines is that they've done so much work to figure out what like the lowest common denominator of what every game needs, right at the bare bones level that they've done all that work for you right and it's just like tying these pieces together in a way that yeah that gives you a i mean it's it's really cool you basically put all of these objects in the world so there's the ground there are four walls Mm -hmm. the ball and the um collectibles yep and for each of these they have like um these components that you add to them Mm -hmm. um so the ball comes with like um the sphere mesh yep. component, a mesh renderer component, and like all of these things I didn't touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I added to the ball a rigid body component, <laughs> which makes it a rigid body. Yeah. So that it doesn't morph. It doesn't fall through the table. Well, I think it's more wait. it doesn't like squish under gravity. Oh, itself. And yeah. 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 Um, but you sort of define how rigid it is. So oh, it can you, squash. You can make it squishy? Yeah. What does that even look like? Uh, I don't know. So actually, like when you try to pick up a, a cube, it'll like, right, goo into the cube. Yeah. Whoa. Um, there's also like a um, collider component, which defines when it int- hits other objects, how do they behave? Mm-hmm. But then it also has like all these built-in optimizations. So um, the ground, for instance, you can check it as static. Like the right. ground is not going to move, and that like. Cuts out a well, whole shit ton of complexity. Not, not in your version of the game. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Neat. That's really cool. Yeah, Unity's amazing. Huh. Would recommend. And it's cross-platform, so you can target what you can target. Yeah, uh, so when mo- I... Mobile platforms and... When you build, um, I just oh said build for Mac OS X. Oh, tvOS. Um, but yeah ios um you have you download these um like build things yeah but you just download them and then you say okay i want a tv os version of this i want an ios version of this wow and it like it's abstracted away the controls okay so like um on a pc or mac it's going to be up down left right for 
um, the movement. Okay. But on each of the platforms, it's going to have a different mapping for those inputs. Right. Okay. So in the code, it just looks like... Does it look like up, down, or does it look like... Yeah, so actually I can show you. X-axis, uh, Y-axis, or like... So yeah. if I jump into the player controller... Um, so on this fixed update, you just do input.getAxis, and then you pass it a string, which is the axis you want to grab. Mm -hmm. And so cool. this input.getAxis um, basically behaves differently depending on the platform that you're on. Could be a, a D-pad or an analog stick. Or the, or a, or the touch thing on... Um, a gesture, yeah. TV. Right. Yeah. Or like waving the remote up and down and left and right. Yep. On connect or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Wow, super cool. So, yeah, the reason I was exploring this was because I was thinking about making a game. Mm -hmm. um, and now you're like even more excited about right something? because it's, you can just this was and we we have um, a couple of coworkers who do Unity work, right? And so have shipped actual products and things right. using it. Yeah. So I feel like there's if I'm running into issues, I have support channels yeah um neat yeah cool are you gonna uh use some um investment friday time on no i'll probably get in my spare time yeah that's fun very fun so while i was building that you have spent a lot more time <laughs> building a pretty awesome app yeah that is also on multiple platforms mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, it's called Purple Train. Which sounds like... Sounds like Purple Haze. Yep. And Purple Rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Coworker Cole came up with the name. <laughs> yeah. And I had this moment where I was like, oh, that's silly. And then it was like, a second later, I was like, oh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the name. perfect. Yeah. So um, before that, it was called the Commuter Rail App. So the name, yeah, I was feeling very uninspired the day where I created the the Xcode project or the the React Native like code project, and it's called Commuter App React Native. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most boring literal name. Um, yeah, so the commuter rail uh, in the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority, the commuter rail trains are purple. Yep. So it would just it just made sense. Purple train. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, so it is very simple. What the problem that I initially was trying to solve, which w it was a very small problem <laughs> for a small <laughs> amount of people. Yep. But we've spoken of the problem before. Yeah. And on this three podcast. times, actually. three times. Yeah. Yep. Now so I, I think everyone's comfortable with the problem. So let me just rehash that. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I'm happy with it. So I've been using it. Um, and it's very frictionless. I just open it up and I can see the times. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Are you planning to release it on the App Store? Never. Never? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the goal. Um, that was the goal of the hack night that you had a couple of days ago. Ah, uh, no. No? No. Okay. I mean, to, the, to push towards that goal. The goal was to stop it crashing. <laughs> that was part of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to just hit all of the big showstopper issues that right. it's having um and yeah because there's some big ones um but yeah it's cool yeah 
there hasn't been anything that's changed with it recently that's like super groundbreaking but we're just kind of polishing it and well i think it was quite cool that you managed to get a bunch more people involved yeah and so before it looked very um (laughs) horrible (laughs) uh and now it looks really good yeah yeah yeah. that right that and I've, i've wanted to write a blog post on this for a while this phenomenon of um Basically, I've always had a lot of side projects, you know, just right. different interests and different little projects that I've tried to do and so much, so many little apps and things that I never shipped. Um, and I've learned over time that for me personally, and I think a lot of people, um, you just, I just lose. Like if it's just me, right. if I'm the only stakeholder in something, I just forget about it like i like right. get really excited about it for a few weeks or a month or something and then next thing i'm just like on to the next thing right because there's no one else that has any sort of stake or 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 makes me care about it more right like i might think right. it's a really cool idea for a few moments but then i'm like eh. yeah right so yeah i'm excited that um it's gotten some traction uh at work with some some coworkers and and also on top of that like you said like once it like the initial like the first pass of like design and styling happened that's like another step where it's like oh i'm like re-excited about it because now it like looks like something i actually want to use and like makes me happy to open it and like i feel good about it yeah um yeah it's really it's really cool uh so i'm i'm excited to to continue reporting on the status of that excellent and um might be something that I, I try to poke away on a little bit here and there, maybe, you know, while we, while we're off with the baby. Oh yes. <laughs> like, cause you're having a baby soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it seems like a good opportunity for something that's like, like I, the, there's one little tiny issue I can spend 20 minutes on and like, right. Just try to fix something small and yeah, I don't need like an eight hour like day of full focus to make any effort or any progress on right which is i think how kind of client work is yeah right like you have to really be focused to to do good work there so um yeah cool about it so it's uh ios and android yep is the plan um i didn't have that explicit plan up up front but using the tooling that allows it to be easy to do um combined with uh, listener Justin, who <laughs> listener Justin, yeah, uh, Justin from Massachusetts, from Massachusetts, who um, got excited about the Android support and started working on that. So, um, cool, yeah, I think it's fun. There are some some downsides with the with the cross platform approach because, in a way, you're kind of getting the lowest common de- denominator. Mm-hmm. Not as much as like, so there's like PhoneGap and like other platforms that are basically just wrapping a website into a app. Right. That don't actually give you native controls. Right. Um, Whereas is, React Native does. React Native does. Right. You're, you're rendering. So do they look different? Uh, what, are you com- what are you comparing? Uh, the... So like buttons or anything or, and, or do they look identical between platforms? Uh, oh, between pla- like iOS and Android. Yeah, the it depends on how you 
do it. I think you can okay. go either way. Like you can say you can style it explicitly, or right, or you can fall back to kind of whatever the OS wants to do. Right. We're doing. I would say we're doing more of a stylized thing that looks pretty close between the two, if not right exact, assuming the same dimensions. Yep. Um, but yeah, you could you could you don't necessarily have to do that. But like things like tying into the system more like. Um, it'd be cool to have a wi- speaking of widgets, if you just could swipe left and see and your see, trains, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Speaking of, like, cause really the goal, like I've said many times is to <laughs> have no friction and just like right. be able to just check without going into menus and right. saying again, yes, this is my train. This is where my house yeah. is. This is where I live. I um, mean, you could also do some cool things with like 3d touch. Ooh, maybe. Um, but then you're getting into differences between platforms even within the platform yeah like yeah, the new phones and the old phones right that kind of stuff i mean um, and that's yeah like it's, it's interesting because i wonder what the friction is there like is it possible to have code that is specific to ios and then different code that is specific to android uh yeah yeah it definitely is um and then you can just do a check when you're building so there's there's actually a convention built into how you define the file names. Okay. So if you have, for example, a button component, oh, like a you can button, you can name, you can just say import button wherever you're using it, like right? From button, and it will look for um, button.ios.js oh, if you're okay. on iOS and yeah. button.android.js if you're on Android. And then if you don't have that extra extension, it's going to use it for both cases. Uh, right. Right. That's cool. Um, but yeah, but so it is possible from what I've I've talked to some people um, about, for example, the extension stuff. Yep. For the deeper kind of OS integration, it is possible to do that stuff using React Native, but it's you have to build like that bridge yourself, right? <laughs> between JavaScript and Objective C, and uh, and it sort of like defeats uh, the whole point of yeah using React Native. Right. That's that's the point where I'm like, is this still worth the trade offs? Right. Right. Like, should we just have built this in? Yeah. Is it actually a lot less work compared to building Swift and Swift and Java yeah. or whatever? Um, and I'm not sure what that answer is yet. Right. But I might, I might try it. Cause I am interested, interested in Swift too. Right. That's the funny thing is I don't like JavaScript <laughs> <laughs> and I like started this project, like I, just trying it out one night uh, at home. I was like, Oh, it's so quick. It's like, Oh, I just want to try out react native. I've heard about it. I just want to like be able to have a stance on it. Like, right. I can say why I don't like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, kind of like listening to Glenn Beck's podcast for a right. while. I that. Are you still listening to that? No. Oh, God, <laughs> no. Oh, that didn't last long. Um, no, it's, it's hard. It's hard. You should try. Okay. No, uh. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then it's it's kind of ironic because I have been bashing JavaScript for a while, right? And, and then and then I like accidentally start like I tried it out and it was just so I could just hit refresh on the simulator and I was like I just made a thing happen, <laughs> just like you in Unity, like those right, little yeah. moments where you're just like it's such quick feedback. This is gonna sound a little weird, but like you feel like a god. Right. Like in the sense that you're just molding this world. Like, yeah, I just made this change happen. And, and like, you feel like you can just like the world is malleable. Right. And you can, right. you can bend it to your will really quickly, um, which it did feel that way the first, you know, few weeks of development. And just recently it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, there's some complexity here now. Right. With 
even though it's a simple app, like there's still some complexity around like you have to load from settings, then you want to load, you know, do a network call and like, right, whatever. Um, and it's getting to the point where it's like diminishing returns as far as how quickly you can develop because there's the part that makes it fast to develop, like the dynamic nature of JavaScript and the fact that you can just code the JSX like it's HTML-ish. Right. Is flexible, but also has problems when you try to scale up the the code base. And um, Anyway, point being, I might tr- also try to do a Swift version <laughs> just to see. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the, the hard part is... Like I'm, I think the best part that that React Native gives you over something like Swift is a style sheet, like a CSS kind of thing. Right. I don't know if you know about that, but you can hook in and say, and define styles like you would for a web page. But that's that's doing app. some sort of styling that's native to the platform. Yes. Okay. But it's hiding all of the, all of the weird differences right between the platforms and applying like create like um constraints like layout constraints okay which are complicated yes in, in ios at least and i think in android too it's just yeah a different way of like thinking about layout yeah i remember we did a, a brief ios workshop yep. um one friday and um there was it it didn't seem too tough because it was um very visual yeah it was just a case of dragging to set up those constraints Right. But I know you could do it in a programmatic way. Yep. And I, f- yeah, it would probably be nice to have like CSS2 right. iOS constraints. Is there a similar thing in Android uh, to constraints? Is there this, that same concept there? I th- yeah, I think there is. Okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And there has to be for Android, especially too, because right. of the variety of sizes and platforms. And yep. you have to be able to say, like, lock this to the bottom, let this thing, you right. know change size and flex (laughs) whatever um lock this to the bottom is actually a nightmare sometimes in yeah in css flexbox though makes it a lot easier right which um react native supports so yeah i Hmm. the i wonder how much work actually had to go into that yeah me too um i'm not sure yeah layout stuff has always been kind of mysterious to me interesting but um Cool. Anyway, so maybe more React Native you'll be doing? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Cool. I think break time. Break time. I'm less interested in what Ian has to say. Thanks. I get the microphone now. I feel like I'm being interviewed. In a unusually <laughs> hot room. It's <laughs> an interrogation. Yeah. Like. Although, yeah, we do have only fluorescent lights. Yep. And we're torturing you with heat. It does feel that way, but not. It's not so hot that it's obviously torture. <laughs> it's just mildly annoying. <laughs> it's like a slow. Yep. Like after 10 minutes, so, oh, actually, it is warm in here that's the psychological torture part right yeah gradual right yeah. we just up it like a half a degree every <laughs> half an hour or an hour so yeah 
Reporting I've, live from... Yeah, I feel like... Actually, maybe this is the opposite of an interview. Maybe I'm a... Someone that you need to talk to. Mm. Like an expert. Uh, yeah. We could be interviewing him as the expert parent of the three of us. Oh, he is true. the more expert. I yeah. Yeah. So I had a question to ask Katie from Massachusetts. Um, can I go to Germany this week to visit the Monks Brewery? Do we have anything going on? Um this week? Yeah. Uh let's just pull out the calendar one second. Uh, to to visit Weltenberg Cloister. Um well it's our anniversary. Oh. And it's uh, my birthday's coming up, oh. and um, we are probably gonna have a baby. So oh, that's this week. <laughs> that's this week. Okay. It's just all this week. So okay, anniversary, birthday, and and another birthday. So maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are you saying that of all the peers on this table right now, the Yingling Black and Tan is not the premier winner of? This little well, beer showcase that we have. It's unopened, so who knows? Oh, you haven't tried it yeah. compared to the other we two. We have yet. no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have beer again. Hmm. Like a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> just a whole lot of it. Not just those little sips I've been having. Yeah. That's why I have been collecting for you. I know. Yeah, there's a fridge full. There I can't wait. actually a fridge full. Actually a fridge. <laughs> we have a freezer full could talk about that the freezer is full of meat we went a little overboard yesterday we um we made several prepared freezer crockpot meals (laughs) (laughs) because having a baby means it's the apocalypse and we want to be prepared for the end times where i think you both might be more prepared than we were because we moved yeah you did immediately after having a baby (laughs) You played that smart. Um, we moved states. I got a new job. Mm. There was nothing common mm. apart from there was me and there was Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was Everything new, else Including changed. the rest of your family unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we moved away from all support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're just doing the opposite. It's like we're... eloping, but... For having babies. Yeah. <laughs> These, yeah. This week I think is, we're materially ready. We have, if not psychologically, everything and, and sleep-wise. Yeah. Last night I was getting sleep slash psychologically ready because I woke up every hour because I can't sleep mm. anymore. You slept like a baby. I slept like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like that. Yeah, why is that a thing? Slept like a baby last yeah. night. That's not a good yeah, thing. Yeah, what no, age does that refer to? I didn't, I didn't wake up to? crying for my mother every day. <laughs> Unless it's specifically like, I slept like Matt and Jess's baby, which is actually really right. Right. really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does sleep really mm-hmm. well. She but, still does. Yeah, but again, yeah. I wonder at what age does that does that phrase come from? Is yeah. there like a sweet spot? Right, there must be. Because Sleeps like a nine-month-old baby? Not a newborn. Mm. Not a newborn. Because they get they have tiny stomachs. They get hungry real quick. <sighs> maybe yeah, that heard. maybe that phrase came out at the same time when they would put like whiskey on the gums. <laughs> the oh, baby. and they, yeah, and they would just sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, they sleep like a drunken baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real easy. Uh, I've really enjoyed um, 
freaking Ian out and and other coworkers and friends out about baby things like just subtly whispering things like I'm two people. <laughs> you haven't you haven't been like oh my god I think it's it's here. No, no, no. no. Not yet. I just like subtly saying things like I have four lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I have a small penis growing inside my body. <laughs> I mean, small is relative. Up. Just wanted to say for the record, <laughs> yeah. uh, y- y- young child who's <laughs> growing up, yep. and getting teased at school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. you know. I think everyone is aware that we're talking about like a yeah a pre yeah yeah we're, we're talking about a, an inside baby as an opposed inside. to an outside. Say, I mean, person. just saying there was no trouble. During no, the ultrasound, I, to figure no, it out. I, I, yeah, <laughs> no, just like put it what? all out there. We're very pleased with his do you have, growth and progress. Do you have nervousness around this? Apparently, apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, let the record show that <laughs> we've done all the scans. Yeah, he's he There's looks no like yeah, no questions. So yeah, my daughter and I have been watching My Little Pony. Oh, you have. Mm. Are you yeah. are you committing to a brony lifestyle? I might be a brony. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Where's that line? Like, what's the... I think the show is excellent. <laughs> now, you say that, like, really, though? Yeah, I've watched a lot of children's shows with Paige. Is it the writing? Is it the... I don't know what it is. Execution? Is it it's the definitely, themes? It's very girly. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't enjoy I mean, it. I mean, I... But why shouldn't you enjoy things that girls like? I don't know. It seems like it's in reinforcing a lot of stereotypes. Oh, okay. Um, but I do enjoy it. Doesn't it teach about like friendship and sharing yeah. and caring and yeah things that belong to both genders? Well, all genders. <laughs> Isn't it genderless to be kind? Uh, all of the characters are girls, and they all yeah they. I, I don't know. They're all girly. So they are girly. <laughs> the girls. Really, girly. I really want to keep talking about this. Did, no, I, I think it's worth talking about. Okay, I'll let you all talk about it because I have to go in a minute. But I am interested to hear you later when I hear this whole podcast yeah. how you expand beyond it's girly. Okay. Um, I've been hearing a lot about a show called Steven Universe. I think it's probably oh, older. Yes. It's probably for slightly older kids than Page age. Yep. But um, I have heard of it. It's um, all the characters are kind of ambiguously gendered and kind of play with stereotypes. And they have I think they have jewels in their tummies, kind of like trolls. And they're named after Hmm. gems. Oh, gems, not jewels. They're gems. They're all named after different gems. Apart from Sapphire and Opal and Ruby. Ruby. Apart from Steve Wonder. Is that what you said? Steven Universe. Steven Universe. The name of the show. Steven? Yeah. Oh, I hope I'm not mixing them up. Is he? No, I think. Oh, no, no, no. I think he. I, I think that's correct. And I think maybe he might be like a half. You guys he might be like a hybrid. You guys haven't heard of the the Steven gem called Steven? <laughs> it's very beautiful. It's, it's really. <laughs> what color the, is it? The birthstone for July. Is yeah, that it? it is. Steven. It is. No, I'm trying to. I hope. I hope I have it all right. I think that Steven is like a hybrid. He's like half human, half Steven universe. something. Half, but the show uh, half half gem person, creature person, half human. But um, I've heard positive things out there in the world about how it um, 
it breaks down gender stereotypes and um, and doesn't even really, you know, it, it's it's a good show for children who are, might be transgender. Yeah, supports that whole. I feel like My Little Pony encourages. Well, I don't think it encourages stereotypes, but it like maybe it just grabs that whole idea of girliness and runs with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Embraces. Yeah. Embraces. It's not yeah, there's not there's nothing negative mm-hmm. in it. It doesn't mm-hmm. say that boys shouldn't be girly. Right. For example. Yeah. There are just bo- like, there are this boys. Is girly. In it. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. I feel like I still have an issue with how we're just talking about how reinforcing is different from blatantly. Mm. Are we being quiet well, about the reinforcing? I have oh, to go. I yeah. really have to leave. But it is a good mm. question. I have to leave, though. Mm-hmm. Do you think it... I think it's interesting. I think I'm going to let two men sit here and talk about how a girly show reinforces girly stereotypes Ooh. by not talking about girly things overtly, mm. but maybe, silently. Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm going to let you guys hack that out. I feel out like it then. is reinforcing it, but then I don't know. Mm. Is it? Is it? I enjoy it. I like it a lot. I like do you like it because the girl characters do uh, things like cook and bake and oh uh, no giggle? They do giggle. Giggling. I mean, who doesn't like giggling? <laughs> I do like the the lessons that they learn about friendship mm-hmm. and how magical it is. <laughs> can only can girls can boys have magical friendships? Mm-hmm. They can, but not on this show. Yeah, but they do actually. Yeah. Wait, so they're there not are, all... There are boys. You said that you, you lied then. You said that it's all girl characters. I did lie. Well, okay. the main characters. There are five main characters. Okay. And they're all girls. Katie's upset so for some reason. Well... Just, yeah. I have to leave. I really do. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you have an appointment. Did you have a question? Uh, uh, I, think, I think we've covered a lot of baby asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, you seem ready for a baby. I'm ready to be able to not until Friday sleep though. again. <laughs> and, and by sleep, yeah. I mean like sleep on a side as opposed to sitting up right. like a zombie. And uh, the biggest thing Jess looked mm. forward to was being able to sleep on her front. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Not being two people, just being one person. I'm excited for that. Yeah, just the autonomy of my own body, kind of. Yeah, there is the flood. I don't have it entirely. There is the flood. The of. flood? Yeah. <laughs> the flood? I've heard about the flood. I'm prepared for that. <laughs> the the flood of hormones that make you want to not be two people, but to have your baby with you at all times. Oh, sure. That's fine. But like outside. 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 Yeah. Outside. Not back inside. <laughs> I'm ready for... Another... You're ready for outside baby. Outside baby with like its own social security number. <laughs> <laughs> Just like separate from do you me. Feel, do you feel like currently you're sharing? A we're social... sharing a social, definitely, yeah, I... and we're just sharing a very intimate zip code. And <laughs> yeah, all right, I gotta go. Okay, bye. Have bye. fun. Do you need this cardigan? Yep. Thanks. Bye. So I just poured uh, some Yingling Original Black and Tan. Black and Tan. As Katie from Massachusetts mentioned. Have you had this? I have now. Um, It's okay. I've heard conflicting things about... You said I would really like it. 
Yeah, no. It's okay. Mm. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it has a good um mm. good value. It's very inexpensive. It's, very it's more <laughs> expensive here than it is in Pennsylvania, but um where is the Yingling um the Yingling Brewery? It's in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, one seven nine zero one. That makes sense. It doesn't have as far to travel. Pottsville. For the pot? Uh for the, the beer. To travel. Oh yes. Cause, yeah, you're saying that's cheaper in <laughs> <laughs> cheaper in the States. Right. right. You're trying to make a joke about Pottsville. I was not. Okay. Um Sounds like I did. Do you know anything about the term black and tan and if it's offensive? I feel like I've heard that it's offensive. No, why would it be offensive? Um, isn't it like a, isn't it like a Guinness mixed with a? Yeah, but with that amber. It or might something? also be referring to a a military thing. A military thing where the uniforms were black and tan, and it's like some group that another group doesn't like because militaries. And so they'd call them black and tans. Yeah, in like a derogatory way. Yeah. I think so. That seems... Okay, you haven't heard of this? No. Okay. Um, it could be an urban myth. It could be a Snopes thing. It could be... Snopes? What is Snopes? Uh, Snopes.com mm. is a website that dispels myths. It's like okay. myth, it's like Mythbusters for the internet. Okay. Uh, where it's like silly little things that are, go viral on Facebook. It's like, is this really true? And huh. you can go to Snopes.com and look it up and it's like... Yes, this is true, or no, this is why it's not true. A black and tan. Um, what what would this group do that means that uh, you wouldn't want to be a part of it? Uh, I can't remember if there's a if it's like a uh, terror thing, if it's like IRA stuff, or if it's oh, or if it's a I don't know. So I've never heard of it. I have a very vague idea of what it is. Yeah, I am tempted to look it up right now. I that seems like a. Okay. Reasonable thing to do. We don't usually do that. Maybe Be you do more than I do, because <laughs> you care about sounding like you know what you're talking about. A little yeah, I want I, I want to have at least half truth, <laughs> because then it makes my lies sound more believable. Right. Okay. Uh, Black and tan is a beer cocktail made by layering a pale beer, usually pale ale, and a dark beer, usually stout. So yeah, if you build one in a glass, it looks right. like that. It has like two tone. Uh, you're like, get to the point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. History, we already know that bit. Yep. Uh, the term likely originated in England, where Matt Sumner is from. What does that say? Okay. Does it say I coined the term? Yes. Yeah. But you don't know anything about it. The name black and tan had earlier been used to describe the coats of dogs, such as black and tan coonhound. All right. That seems reasonable. Okay. Uh, earliest recorded context or usage of the drink is 1881 in the American magazine Puck. Okay, maybe this is a... Oh, controversy. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, I was... All right. Okay, let's let's hear it. My usual, like, not confident, but <laughs> a little bit right. Right. Okay, the name Black and Tan is not used in Ireland as a term for a mixture of two beers. The drink instead is referred to as a half and half. Indeed, the drink has image problems in Ireland and elsewhere due to the association with the excessively violent Royal Irish 
Constabulary Reserve Force, nicknamed the Black and Tans, hmm. which was sent into Ireland in the early 20s. As a result, in Ireland, the name is seen as contentious and disrespectful. I see. Yep. Um, in March 2006, Ben and Jerry's released an ice cream flavor in the United States for St. Patrick's Day, inspired by the drink. The name offended Irish nationalist nationalists because of the paramilitary association. Ben and Jerry's has since apologized. The spokesman. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. So the the black and tans were presumably a English military. I believe so because they were sent into Ireland. Yes. Huh. Several American breweries currently make premixed black and tan. For example, Yingling's original black and tan. Interesting. Huh. Well, I feel a little less good about this now. <laughs> well, I had an idea that there was something, um, yeah, controversial there, but right. And I wasn't too far off. No, it involves Ireland. It's not the IRA. It's the op. It's the would be the opposing f- kind of paramilitary force. Right. But I guess it's the same thing. Like um, I could be offended by um, someone putting up two fingers. Right. Um, because right. that's swearing in England. Right. 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 Where you put up your index finger and middle finger. Yep. With the back facing mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. But people do that all the time to mean peace. Right. It's about context. Right. Um, it can mean peace both ways. Yep. So, but I don't assume that everyone doing that. Yep. Is like flipping. Yeah. The trick is how do you deal with those contexts in a global kind of world now, right? Where right. We're, where we're, where we can all communicate so easily and quickly, right? Normally, you would never have those boundaries cross unless you're like somehow visiting a distant country, right? Now it's like so much easier to offend someone that you didn't intend yes. to. Um, but I think the question is like, how do you, how much effort do you make to not do that? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think as soon as you find out, you can not Re- do it. You should rename Yingling Black and Tan, for example. No. No? If you were going to sell it in Ireland, you should okay. rename it. Or, for example, um, but, but ben and, and, if Ben and Jerry's is going to have a flavor of ice cream for, for St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day, which is an Irish thing, right. the biggest, you know, in America anyway, yeah. Irish-themed holiday. Then it makes sense to... They should be more careful about not offending right. Irish. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's not fatal to be offended. It's not fatal to be offended. Okay. So being, you know, yeah. being offended is okay. So we should do everything to people that's as long as it's not fatal. We should just <laughs> no, injure I, people. I guess I'm I guess I'm saying like it's <laughs> you know, it's fine. You know, as long as you are genuinely just acting ignorantly. Mm-hmm. If you are explicitly saying yeah. that to You're saying it's about intention. Enrage yeah. a minority or right. group of people, then you know, you probably shouldn't do that. Right. But you can do that. You should just have to face the consequences. Sure. Which are that group People doesn't like you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the Yingling example is interesting, though. I'm not completely sold on either side of... Well, black and tan in America generally means the beer definition. Right. And I think it does in England as it well. It does. Well, yeah. ish. Yeah, half and half, I guess. You could be talking about the Well, beer. half and half in Ireland. Sorry. The point is in England... I didn't, I didn't mean half and half in that context. 
<laughs> I meant half the time you could be talking about the paramilitary force. Right. And half the time you could be talking about the beer if you were in England or Ireland, right. in Ireland. Well, I didn't know that that was a offensive yeah. term. Right. But now Ireland. you do know. Now I do know. And so I'm probably not going to say it. Does that mean when in the... you should not purchase black and tan, the Yingling oh. beer? Is this Ireland? Nope. Okay. No, I would purchase it. Um, if I wanted to drink it. Right. What if you were on the board of Yingling tomorrow and you have this knowledge now that it's offensive, but in a different context? Right. In this global world. Right. I think it's... No, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's on a beer. I'm not selling a uniform or a gun. Right. I'm selling a beer that is half stout, half pale ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a black and tan. Yeah. Okay. That's an open question I have. I'm not... I'm, yeah. I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but... I'm, right. I think it's uh, an intriguing question. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um... The, uh, it, however, it, there's a big, there's a lot of tension. I, I feel like these days about the liberal media versus right conservatives, and where um, liberal media, whenever when someone uses the term liberal media, yep, a lot of times they're they're also lumping into that this um, overly political correct, politically correct, very careful to not offend anyone, right. Um, and so I think if I yeah. was on the board of Yingling, yeah, the question would be, does the name hurt sales? Okay. If the name hurts sales, change the name. Yeah. But if changing the name means that no one's going to know what this beer is, if someone's going into right. a store to buy a black and tang, tan. <laughs> black and tang. Black and tang. Is not a good beer. It's like it's a stout and a sour. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone's going in to buy a black and tan and yeah. they ignore the yingling because it doesn't have that name. Mm -hmm. Then. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like that seems like purely a business decision. And if in the future, yeah. if in the future that changes, like everyone becomes aware that black and tan is a phrase that should be avoided mm -hmm. or everyone comes to that opinion, then they'll change the name. Right. It doesn't seem... The market should drive the decision. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think original black and tan. Yeah. They've called it black and tan because of the beers that it's made of. They haven't called it black and tan to Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm not completely sold though on that on that point. The general point of it's all about intention. Right? You're saying, like, they're not trying to offend people, right? Right. But I don't think that is the only thing that matters, right? Just because well, they're the not other trying thing, to do it? Yeah, the other thing that matters is, are people offended? Yeah, right. I don't think anyone is. I mean... Oh, you don't? Well, I think... I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. I, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. I feel like if people were outraged by this... I had this vague... I'm, like, in the beer world and also, like care about ireland a lot in a way <laughs> yeah. so like maybe i was like uniquely as an american uniquely weirdly right like in this cross-section of like oh this might be somewhat offensive to someone but i'm not sure why or how or who right <laughs> so yeah maybe, yeah you could be right so yeah i mean if 
yeah if anyone had s- explicitly said to me i've been offended by this right then i p- would probably have a different opinion yep but you've said <laughs> you think yeah this is offensive well then we, then we read wikipedia which is right the internet so which said that <laughs> ben and jerry's have changed their name right and usually they do not refer to that mixture of beer as a black and tan they refer to it as a half and half mm-hmm. which seems culturally sensitive yeah so if i was to sell this in ireland it would probably be called a half and half in the same sense where um what was the culture you said with the two fingers that is offensive english oh so really in england yeah okay so an english beer wouldn't have that as a logo that in yeah. this way yeah not this way so your palm is facing towards you yeah the back of your hand is facing towards okay yeah that would not be a, that would not go well as a, a logo unless they're trying to unless they're trying to yeah attitude about yeah yeah i mean it's the same as like having your middle finger up actually that probably would sell right exactly sell well but for a different reason yeah yeah huh but this is a common it wouldn't like, be something that you would want to do at the un <laughs> yeah. to say like let's yeah. all have peace right <laughs> and yeah okay yeah it's it's like there are some cultures where showing the soles of your feet is offensive mm-hmm. it's like yeah when you know it's offensive in that place you would avoid doing it right yeah or Word, words are i don't know for some reason words there's the like shaking with your left hand or something like there are cultures where one hand is specifically for wiping your ass oh yeah and <laughs> so you shouldn't if you offer that hand to someone, it's basically is this, offensive. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I have heard of this too. In that culture, are so left left-handed people have considered have <laughs> historically been considered like maybe evil or right? Like, I mean, that's true it, in all cases. I know, but like yeah. in this place, is it even worse? Because they're like, oh, those are the ass wiper people. Like, <laughs> oh God, yeah. don't shake their hands, huh? <laughs> Wow, we just really went off the rails. Yeah. Um there are weird things that are offensive. We think they're weird because we don't find them offensive. Right. But then we like we see bad translations in other mm-hmm. languages. Yeah. That you would think, oh well, yeah, that would be offensive if it was, was here in America, but it's just hilarious that it's happening in China or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just a bad Right. translation you don't put it down to okay that manufacturer is ex- is explicitly trying to yeah have a controversial name i bet my guess is that yingling knows that there is a controversial um there's a controversy about the name right. in the world my my bet is that they my guess is that they know of it right whether or not that means that they should take any action i don't know maybe not Sometimes taking taking action like draws attention, though. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, renaming from black and tan to half and half, um, and then putting out a statement that oh, we found out that this was offensive might draw a lot of people to be really angry because they're like, well, now I don't know what this fucking beer is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I think they'd be more angry because, like, I've always... I don't think it would be as much, like, 
Right. I can't figure out which one to buy anymore. I mean, maybe there'd be a little bit of that, but I would see, I would guess there'd be more of like, I've been drinking black and tan since I was 19 years old. And <laughs> is there anything to that accent you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pottsville, Pennsylvania is not, <laughs> not the urban center of, uh, of Pennsylvania. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Something I th- the, the general thought is something I struggle with, though, mm. um, along the boundary of, yeah, how much effort do we, should we take to not offend anyone? Right. Something that I do think about often because I'm conflicted about, well, about th- that. I think there's a, you know, there's a part of us that wants to uh, fit in with groups that we like. Mm-hmm. And so you... You know, a lot of times I think that um, not wanting to offend people is like, I want there to be a bigger group. Right. I want sort of as many people as possible to feel like a part of my tribe. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, you want to think like, okay, yeah, if I moved to Ireland, I feel like I'd do well there. Or if I moved to such and such a place. Right. I feel like I could fit in. Right. Yeah. Um, another piece of it is, is like, if, um, by, like, say Yingling has this name and they know about, know about its controversy, controversy in Ireland, are they, because they know that, are they in a way saying, like, well, even if they're not explicitly trying to say this, right. is it saying to the world, uh, maybe Irish people, like, maybe you're not, what like, you shouldn't drink this beer this beer isn't for you because it right if it was for you well i think if then it wouldn't be have this name because that would right. be offensive right? i think i think you'd need to ask some um irish people ask them what if they feel that way about black and tan in general or right or if they see yingling black and tan and they think that's not a beer for me mm-hmm. right because we i, I mean we You're have saying get the data don't just like be right. like oh i wonder yeah. So that's that's kind of your take on on it is um like making an assumption you know right is not the best way to handle these exactly sorts of issues. I mean things like um because we have weird um translations cross culture. Yeah. Um like a fanny pack. It's not <laughs> You know I li- I literally thought of that the other day. Yeah, because there was some reference to the early '90s or something, and and fanny packs, and I have since since then I've learned what that right. word means in uh, other parts of the world, and yeah, I was like, wow, that's and it even makes sense. Like the the location of where you wear it <laughs> even made sense, right? With the more um, coarse definition of the word, <laughs> it's like, wow, that's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, but is, that but that's just hilarious. That's not something, right? Uh, maybe it's because it's not a sensitive issue, like mm, yeah. black and tan. Yeah. Um, is bloody a thing in England? I mean, you'll yeah, you'll say that, right? But like bloody hell, and you, but you'll say that. Is it like you'll say that? Is that the same as saying? something like fuck you in the u.s or no no i've heard because i've heard that that's true 
Mm, it's no. like very vulgar. No. Okay. That's not true. Thank you for clearing that up. I may have heard that in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I heard that. Um, I think we do have m- more um, words that we would use as expli- expletives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some really creative right. words that I've yeah. learned from British film and <laughs> yeah. TV. That are, that's fun. Um, can't think of any right now, but... Um, bugger. Yeah. Something I... I feel like wank, wanker, like wanker, different yeah. form, but it's not just bugger and wanker. It's like combining well, those with other words that sound funny. Yeah. Wanker's a bit like dickhead. Like it's... Yeah. Don't be an ass. Don't be a fucking wanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. You're not like... Right. Offending someone's... Exists... I don't know. Right. It's like, don't be... It's like, stop yeah. it. Like, stop it. Right. Kind of like... Yeah. You're behaving inappropriately. Right. (laughs) It's not about who they are as a person as much as like, stop doing that. Yeah. Right. This is neither the time nor the place. You're not, yeah. (laughs) You're not like offending their existence and their family. Right. And their like legacy. It's like, yeah, get out of here. (laughs) Nice. Um, Yeah. Uh, Do you have any tips for me for, for us? Um, week of, week of, of um, baby time. Week week of is probably going to be super busy, because you'll have the baby. You'll probably stay in the hospital overnight, mm-hmm. maybe two nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to have lots of family. I believe here currently it's uh, 48 hours. Okay, from delivery to is like the basic insurance allowed amount of time right so i think that's the plan right so i mean that's going to be what it is right. you're going to be stuck in hospital right are you allowed to stay overnight yes they have okay they, they have like they a pointed to thing. a bed yes <laughs> which i was like wait that's is that a bed like yeah it kind of reclines and uh, <laughs> yeah like, oh, okay that'll be interesting but we had a similar thing. Um, I mean, Katie's going to be physically exhausted. Re- recovering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not feel great. Yeah. Um, but feeling really good about said baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really afterwards that's tough, I think. After you have the baby. <laughs> right. Well, it's after like, okay, there's like the initial having the baby and then there's like oh my god i have a baby and then there's like bringing them home, like yeah there's family coming and visiting and friends coming and visiting people want to see you in the hospital so it's usually quite busy right and then you get home and it's like settling into life with the baby trying to figure out what the routine is right and being interrupted when you yeah try to enforce that routine and- exactly yeah and um no one wants to visit you it's not that I, everyone's so worried that every, yeah. you're gonna yeah that you're trying to rest or you're trying to feed or you're trying to do whatever exactly in that time um everything becomes uh you just lose a lot of freedom yeah it's like you have to go with their schedule mm-hmm. um and so saying yeah. to someone yes you can come over tomorrow at two might be difficult right um oh because yeah yeah, because, because tomorrow at two, <laughs> two's good for the adults. Yeah, 
something everyone's on the same page there yeah and then the baby either that's the best time for them to be sleeping or that's the best time for them to be screaming and crying yep or that's the best time for them to be feeding yeah yeah so don't try and i don't know i feel like you shouldn't let um you should plan to do things in places that give you flexibility Right. So, like, invite people to your house. Um, you know, if you're going to go out, make sure it's something you can just cancel at the last minute. Right. With no stress. Don't go to a standing-only rock concert <laughs> or a music festival. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. But there's also, like, um, you know, take advantage of... Help. Take advantage of help, but also take advantage of like the unpredictable schedule. Oh. Like you might realize two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, um, you know, your kid's sleeping in the car seat. Mm-hmm. You could go out and get some food. Right. Yeah. You don't know how long they're going to sleep, but if, you know, mm-hmm. your boy wakes up and is totally unreasonable, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst that can happen yeah. is, Yeah. Or don't just stay there, yeah, <laughs> with your kids screaming. Cool, but yeah, um, there isn't really any solid advice except the w- one thing that I think will help a little bit with the visiting. The we were happy that the the hospital has like uh, quiet hours, yeah, from like one to three or something, which is like just like for feeding slash resting sleeping right for everyone <laughs> like because they realize that yeah everyone's exhausted but ever also ever, your family wants to get in there and be with you and yep share um so it's good that there at least there's something in there in place to try to right give you some um time oh the the nurses are really good they'll show you how to um change a baby swaddle a baby yeah um burp after feeding mm-hmm. um you can get help with breastfeeding and all sorts of things yeah take advantage of that mm-hmm. um cool very good yep i don't know when it's gonna be but it's gonna be soon it's gonna be soonish <laughs> this might be the last hunchback for a while yeah this is has it been three weeks since yeah. the last one? Three weeks since the last one. Wow. Might be a monthly thing for a while. While you're yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um at do, the same time, do we, we'll be home more. Yes. This so, is true. A lot of times we won't record because we're just not home for some reason. Right. So yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm curious to see how this how the routine changes and the Right. Kind of becoming a homebody a little more, I don't think is going to be... A problem. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a nice, nice change. Change of pace. Um, Someone described it as uh, you're so used to, like, your emotional level being quite um, consistent. Mm-hmm. So you're hopefully consistently above average. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you have kids, it turns into, like, an emotional roller coaster. Mm. Like, they'll be ridiculously hysterically happy. Yeah. And then the next minute, like, 
crying and it's the worst thing that's ever happened right. and your mood follows that right you're, you're like when yeah. they are like hysterically giggling and it's yeah. the best thing that's ever happened like to the them. best sound you've ever heard yeah like, you feel oh, fantastic he's smiling yeah he loves our house and our <laughs> yeah us yeah he's just so excited about fucking jars <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but then when they're crying uncontrollably that makes you feel terrible right cool yeah do we want to touch quickly on the my little pony thing that we oh shifted away from is there more there yeah about sure. it being i don't know uh i have never seen it okay so not only am i a white male human right i've never seen the show um yeah this is the thing i don't know if i would I know if have I much input. turned it on if i had a son which seems mm. wrong mm -hmm. or does it seem i don't know is that weird is it not weird to avoid a girly show if you have a boy yeah i don't know like subconsciously is like it, we were better so if we you were, do it consciously we were <laughs> we were flipping through netflix just looking for something to watch mm -hmm. and my little pony just appeared as something that was new on netflix <laughs> i like interpreting that sentence like you were flipping through netflix and literally my little pony just appeared <laughs> like it was brand new like in the room right and we're like oh, okay let's okay, watch let's this, watch this. Uh, let's, let's, sure <laughs> sorry yeah vr yeah um Augmented. Yeah. Augmented reality. Now we have a <laughs> pony in our house. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, uh, and we watched... Uh, yeah. yeah, we literally watched one episode and then we've been watching it ever since. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's very good. Cool. Cool. I can yeah, see I don't know where we'll be on the spectrum of like... Uh, our kid will have, will have Barbies and tanks. Yes. And army men. Well, yeah, like Paige, Paige, Paige has cars and trains and yeah, um, all right things that I guess are typically boys' toys. Right. But that's not going to make any grandparents feel weird. I feel like grandparents start to right. potentially or like <laughs> traditional, uh, traditionally gendered thinking folks will think it's more weird for a boy baby to be surrounded by baby dolls than then a girl baby having cars and trains and action figures and yeah yeah lego guns i don't know yeah although I've, uh, guns is a whole other thing but yep uh yeah but then yeah i don't know is that it's because there's this thing of like it's better almost in a way to be interested in boys things and it is oh. to be in, interested in girls. Is that is that why it's okay? Um, like it, it's hmm. like there are tomboys for right. girls, right? But then boys interested in girls stuff is just weird. Historically, yeah. Historically, <laughs> yeah. I'm not um, saying that it is weird. Well, <laughs> th this, yeah. This is difficult. <laughs> Do are we defining weird as? not the majority of people doing it i don't it. know is that okay can we just have the sound of someone digging a ditch <laughs> in this segment 
Well, Matt. Yeah, just, it's dry stuff. Wait a second. Wait, well, maybe. Well. <laughs> dirt. Yeah. Dirt. Um. Yeah. I think bronies are a thing that I am. Oh, okay. I like it. Nice. Yeah. So the line of a brony when you're a brony, does it involve conferences or conve- sorry, uh, conventions? Uh, I would happily take Paige to a My Little Pony convention. Yeah. And I would enjoy it. Right. I would feel weird going on my own. But you want to. Because I might, I might feel like that's not for me. But you're a brony. But I wouldn't feel... I, I think that's more of an age thing. <laughs> what, you're too old to be a brony? Right. Like, I would feel... I think there's old bronies, but I'm not... I don't but know I wouldn't sure. want... Yeah. Maybe there are. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> never Maybe seen I, the show. I think I'm subscribing to a group I don't understand. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think. <laughs> I, I'm hedging. <laughs> I'm now, like, hedging everything I say. Yeah. More than usual, because I'm just, like... Uh, yeah. We're delving into territory. Yeah, just probably offending people. Black and tan's really good, though. <laughs> Black and tan is delicious. Oh, half and half. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying that the words that I've said will go out and people will listen to, to millions them. and millions of listeners. Could, they could be offended. Yeah, the spotlight is never easy. And they'll tell me. There'll be so many people who won't tell me that they weren't offended. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they won't hear this. So you're saying? No. <laughs> I'm saying if they hear this and they're not offended, yeah, they should tell me. They're not offended. Yeah. Okay. If they are offended, I think the normal person is probably offended by at least one thing that we say. At least. And by normal, I mean the average person. By average, by average I mean, mean the median person. And by median, um... I mean the mean person and by mean i don't mean the not nice person (laughs) so so you know what i'm talking about (laughs) 